bell rings, they put the chair in, the trainer gets in there. They're icing me down, putting Vaseline on my face, calming me down. I'm breathing. I got my mouthpiece in. They're like, okay, I need you to do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? Okay, boom, boom, boom. Bell rings, round two. Crazy. Such a like meditation where you're at. You must be just like in a zone. <sighs> oh, yeah. You're, I'm locked in. This week, I have on Alicia Baumgardner. Alicia is a boxer and the undisputed female featherweight champion of the world. She was here for a really big fight where she was going to defend all of her belts. And guess what? She won. We talk a lot about what it's like to not only be a woman, but be a very feminine presenting woman in such a traditionally masculine sport. I want to hear about your experiences with being called a tomboy or a girly girl. Don't forget to go to hilo.fm where we post clips from my interview on my TikTok and on YouTube. So you can go comment there as well. We will be looking at them, responding to them for our Talk Back subscription episode. You're going to listen to this conversation. It's going to make you believe in manifesting because my God, was she confident when she came in here a couple days before her fight. Alicia is so disciplined and just incredibly focused. And I learned a lot about the world of boxing, something I don't know about. So you're going to really enjoy this conversation. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. All right, so today on High Low with Emrata, we have Alicia Baumgardner. I'm so excited you're here. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You have a fight this weekend. How do you prep for a fight? So prepping is takes many steps, but this is a lifestyle, so it's nothing new. But again, training camp is good, like a good two months. Damn. And it's just a strict schedule. Strictly gym work, workout twice a day. You have a crazy diet. No, I eat whatever. Okay, okay, that's nice. So you can that's like nice go to the restaurants in New York and like check out the spots. Yes, I can eat. So that's a plus. That's good. So you said this is nothing new. When did you start boxing? I started boxing at the age of eight. Wow. Tell me how. That's yeah. a special thing to pick up at eight. You know, we had a small gym in my hometown and it was a gym for the community. It was a gym for kids to get off the street. It was something for kids to try. My my cousins were already boxing. My dad introduced it to me like, you want to box? I'm like, sure, why not? Went into the boxing gym, nothing but guys. I'm like, this is nothing new because I wrestled prior to. Okay, wait, how did you start wrestling? What? How old were you when you were wrestling? Five. Damn. How did you start wrestling at five? My dad. Okay. Again, my cousins, boy cousins wrestled, so... You had to hold your own a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it all was preparation for boxing, you know. Nothing new with it just being guys. It was just another sport that I wanted to try, and it just clicked for me, and now here we are. Wow, damn. So 20 years of boxing, and you're, like, young. You're, like, 28. That's amazing. How did you know that it was something you wanted to do professionally? You know, I just was just seeing how my career was going and just knowing that Boxing requires so much discipline, and I had already was just putting in the discipline every day, all day. My dad was pushing me in it. Just, you know, my, my I would say my parents seen something more than I did before I did, but then I realized one day, like, this is what I'm going to do. Put your all into it. I decided to do that and just went. This is a weird question because you said dedication, but, like, did you know you were just, like, really good at it right away, but or was it just because you were so dedicated that you got so good? 
or I combination? Would, I would say it was it was something that was already destined for me. Wow. It was just a feeling. And my again, my parents felt that before I did. Mm. So I really realized it on my own. Like, yeah, no, you are really good. You are really gifted and just a natural born athlete. What are the competitions like when you start boxing at eight? Yeah, I mean, you're obviously you're training with boys, but you only fight girls. So at that age, I was just getting them out of there at the first round. I'm like, next, next, next. Damn. Yeah. Because I feel like now boxing, I mean, we should talk about this. Like female boxing is really having a moment. Like it's really, but what was it like when you were starting? Was it just all guys? Yeah, I mean, even when I was younger, I didn't have like somebody to look up to as a woman inspiration in boxing. You know, I looked up to Mike Tyson. That was, that was my inspiration. And, you know, it just has progressed just in these last three years. Women's boxing has been on the map. We've been selling out crowds. How come the last three years? I would say just because the talent, the talent pool. And you just have to, like, recognize the women who came before us and the women who were, you know, allowed in the Olympics and built their name from there. And it, it's just been a lot of progressing. And just to see where it's at now, it's been amazing. What do you think changed, like, even culturally, the way that we, like, think about women and sports? Like, I feel like it's changed a lot. Yeah, I would just say our voice. I think we speak about the things that we want. We're we're confident in that. And I think once we started being more vocal and asking for an opportunity, just a opportunity didn't mean, like, give me the biggest payday. Mm -hmm. Just give me an opportunity and I'll show you. And um, that's how, you know, we were able to make a name for ourselves. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Anime Awards this year were amazing! And I'm still not over all of the amazing live musical performances. Honestly, same. The Anime Awards may be over, but our discussion is not. If, like us, you're still not over the Anime Awards show and the results, join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. Listening each week to our breakdown of everything that happened at the 2024 Anime Awards and hear news on the other anime and pop culture that you care about. If you don't want to miss all the post-Anime Awards discussion, then tune in to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. You do weigh-ins and heels, which I love. I think it's so badass. And then you said you want to be a beast in the ring and a beauty outside of it. So I love just like the way that you are embrace your femininity while also like kicking ass, basically. What has that been like? Like, how did you come to that? Even just your Instagram, I was like, I loved like your body, like body, body shots. And then there's just like a video of you like kicking ass. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is so cool. This duality that I feel like didn't traditionally exist with female athletes. Were you always like that? Were you like, okay, I'm a girly girl. I love to do my makeup. I love to do my hair. I love to dress up. 
outside of the sport, but then I like, does it, has it felt like a contradiction? How have you navigated that? You know, I never really thought too much about it, but like just growing up, you know, I'd be called, I would be called a tomboy. I'm like, I'm a girl. Like I just do boy sports, but I've always loved doing hair and makeup and do and those things. So I never let, I just found the balance. Like, yeah, I can look pretty, put some heels on a dress and then go kick ass too. It's just, there's two different people. I can alter between the two, like when yeah. need be. So it was just something that I love doing. Again, it just gives a different look. Mm -hmm. It breaks stereotypes. It says that a, a woman doesn't have to be one way. Yeah, I can be many ways and, and still do what I love. When I won my first title, I had a heart in my hair. Okay, cute. And just, it's expression, just like the uniform. You know, you're able to put some fashion in behind it. And I love something that blings. What's your look for this weekend? So I went with purple, gold, and white, okay. which is royalty colors. And with the crown being crown undisputed, like it just all flows together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to wear my uniform. You you care about fashion, right? Like fashion's a part of your life. Yeah. Has that always been true? Yeah. I mean, again, just being a woman, mm -hmm. being in a male-dominated sport, also um, signing with Ford Models, mm -hmm. And just doing, you know, I just did a magazine cover for Numero Netherlands oh in New York. Congratulations. I Thank you. So it's just fun. It's fun yeah. being around in front of the camera, dressing up, being somebody different. It's all like dress up to me. What's a weigh-in like for you? I love the weigh-ins. Tell it's, me why. It's a, it's a chance to show off this chisel-ass body that I worked very hard to have in the gym. <laughs> what are you wearing? I'm wearing, I tell people it's 24 carats, but no, it's okay. like a gold, because my colors are purple, gold, and white, yeah. so I kind of want the same scheme. Okay, So like a gold dress? No, this is a gold bathing suit. Oh my God. We're giving abs and arms oh my God. and legs. <laughs> I can't wait to see. Do you do your own makeup for them? I do. I know, mm -hmm. I was like, her makeup looks really good and I could tell it was like, you know your face. Thank you, yeah, I appreciate that. That's I good. do. I do my own makeup too. Yeah. I like It's once, fun. It's fun, it's a nice way to relax and also like, then you know you're gonna look good. Exactly. And you can't blame anyone but yourself exactly. if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that's true. This is a dumb question, but women don't normally wear heels with in weigh-ins. It's just a chance just to show, again, your girl side, your fun mm -hmm. side. And again, Saturday, we get in there and we fight like dogs. Like, Oh, my God. Okay, so tell me about like Saturday. Are you nervous? How do you feel? Not nervous. I'm excited. I'm ready to have fun. I'm ready to fight. This is something I've been waiting for for a long time. I have a great opponent who's looking to beat me, but that's not the case. And I'm just ready to prove to the world why everything that you speak about, everything that you write about, pray about, it comes to fruition. And I'm an example of that. I've been claiming to be undisputed for a long time. And now Saturday, I'll be undisputed with all the titles at the in the 130 division. That's amazing. So you get all the belts, right? You get all the titles if you win this fight. So mm -hmm. it's huge. So I have one other title too. Okay. So I have okay. all of them, but uh -huh. just one. So this is claiming. the one that then this you're just the undisputed. Exactly. Holy shit. When did, how, when did you start winning those p titles? Like how long has it been? So um, a year ago, I beat Michaela Mayer who had majority of the belts. Okay. And then prior to that, when I became world champion in London and in the UK, I beat her for her title. So I've been able to carry those titles along and now we're here. Where do you get your confidence from? I would say just, it's a God confidence. Mm -hmm. It's just self, you know, knowing who I am, when you know who you are and what you're capable of doing and just the things that you're able to go through in life. I had a lot of downs and a lot of ups, but I would say the, the dark times were what built me and really 
made me realize who I am and that you can fight not just in the ring, but fight through those trials that you go through. And so that builds character, Mm -hmm. that builds strength. What would you say were those dark times? Just when, you know, you didn't think you can make it or when is my next fight going to come or am I going to get paid around this time? You know, I had a knee surgery, an ACL surgery, you know, that took some time off. COVID happened. My coach passed. Like just things, you know, life. Right. And so um, when you're able to fight through those things, it builds character. And so it must be like so rewarding to be in this moment in this place where you're about to, you know, have one of the biggest fights of your career after coming out of COVID and coming out of all those things. Yes, yes. It's very rewarding. It's, it's, I tell people it's like living a dream, but literally it's like I'm living in a dream. So amazing. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) I mean, especially when you've dedicated your life so early on, like Mm -hmm. starting at eight, was that hard balancing school and boxing? Like what was it, what was that like as a kid and a teenager? You know, as a kid, I've I've told myself and I've wrote it plenty of times in my journal. I, I journal as well that I wanted to, I didn't want to live an average life. I wanted to be great at something. I didn't know exactly what that was, but it was something. I wanted to take care of my family one day, take care of me and, and make a name for myself. And that's exactly what I've done. And it's just the dedication and discipline has allowed me to flourish. Do you also believe in manifestation? Because it sounds like you man- you manifested some shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm big into praying. You know, yeah. I've been, I grew up in church, you know, that my faith is a really big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And pray, hustle, execute is what I preach. Damn, that's like, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm taking notes. Like, so how often do you train? Like, tell. I know you said the last two months have been crazy, but like, give me a day in the life. Yeah, day in the life, wake up, morning run. We do about three miles. Um, after that, we would have a small breakfast and then go to the gym at 12.30. This day could be particular sparring day. Mm-hmm. Um, jump rope for like 20 minutes, shadow box for like eight minutes. Wow. Spar for like, depending on how many rounds, we can do four to 10 rounds of sparring. So it's it's very hard, but it's yeah. so rewarding. Do you get a high when you're boxing? I do. Yeah. I would say so. I mean, in my last fight, you could see how excited I was. I was talking while I was fighting. Just because like the buildup to the fight was just so big. When, when you're punching somebody, I'm just like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, like so a was genuine def- release. Of, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, such a big release. And that's why I love boxing as well. Mm. I have all these built up emotions, built up aggression. And boxing is that release for me. Like a physical release of like anger and mm-hmm. whatever else. I really admire that. I wish more women had that, honestly. Yeah. Like some kind of outlet to just like. But that's what's yeah. nice about boxing. Just like if you wanted to go punch a bag, like that helps with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions. What are you single right now? Like, do you have time to date? I'm married to the game. Okay. Boxing is just one of those sports where you have to literally be disciplined because it takes all of your time. Yeah. It's a one man sport. You know, yeah. you have your team, but you have yourself. I need to make sure my mental straight, physically, emotionally, everything has to be in order for me to perform at the highest level. So many of your male friend fans just so in love with you. I think they love seeing just a pretty girl be a badass. Yeah, it's cool. It's nice that you have so many male fans who are lusting after you while they also want to watch you kick ass and aren't exactly. like intimidated. Right. Oh, they found- they are. Okay, so how they're does that intimidated. work? <laughs> how does how? that work? I feel like men can be so funny just in general about how being attracted to women who are like stronger than them in any way, but mm-hmm. then I think physically, especially, I could imagine men being like 
fucked up by that, basically. I know they they are a little questionable about it. I In think what it, way? It, it may it may bother their ego, but it's in a respectful way. You have some who are assholes, and then mm-hmm. you have some who like respect. Like I get it. Like I'm no I'm not even gonna even go there with you because I respect I respect what you do. Right. You step in the ring. And then they're like the next level, which is just like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Literally marry me. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my God. I want to see those. I would guys. have 10 rings right now. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> I want to see that. That's amazing. That's Do you see yourself having a family at some point or like being? Yeah, someday. Yeah. You know, I'm so like just young and thriving in my career now. I want to, again, just secure me, secure yeah. my future, make history, be in the Hall of Fame. Like this is for my future kids. So we got to, we got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, that's smart. <laughs> I feel like, again, you are so dedicated and you have such a clear vision for everything. When did you move to Detroit from Ohio? It was, so I was back and forth when I was like 24. And then I officially moved when I was like 26. Timeline's off. I know. Yeah, I've been in Detroit like five years. Okay. And you're involved in like community stuff in Detroit, right? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So my gym, Super Bad Boxing Gym, we do a lot of community work. We do a lot of food giveaways. Um, especially around the holidays. It's fun. Like I used to do that as a child, just like going to food drives and things. And it's just important to give back as much as like you gain from the, the, from the success, it's important to give back. And that's a really big thing for me to do is to give back. And so the gym, you know, we give clothes, food, you know, people to come into the gym, just the get the boxing atmosphere like I mean that that's alone. how you started right you were just going to a community gym and then Absolutely. yeah that's amazing so maybe they'll be the next yeah I don't know young female boxer comes into yours that's really cool yeah how often does one do a fight like I feel like a lot of my listeners don't know that much about boxing and I want for them to understand the world of it yeah so every fighter is different for me in particular i'll fight three times a year which i like which seems maybe busy for some fighters but i like to stay busy and so yeah three fights definitely travel i've been to again my last three fights were in the uk but this fight is just the fight because i've been back in the states it's just huge you're at msg too though right that's crazy have you been to msg so I was there last year for the fight okay. for Amanda and Katie. And I'm like, I'm going to fight here one day. Damn. Just, you knew. I knew. Yeah. I'm just sitting in the in the crowd. I'm like, yo, this is so live. What's the crowd like? Uh, it's, it's ecstatic. It's like, it's loud. It's, you can just feel the energy. I feed off energy. And so I'm like, yo, these people are here to see me. That's dope. They love the sport. They're yeah. here to see a knockout. They're here for some entertainment. And we're entertainers at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like a lot of athletes and sports don't have that perspective. But mm-hmm. with boxing, it's like it is a one-woman sport. What do you want to see? Do you want to see more female boxers? Like what's kind of your overall like message and goal for, for women and, and boxing? Yeah, so I would love just to see boxing women's boxing just be boxing. Like, let's not even separate the two. Like, oh, women's boxing. I mean, I know we're like making this move, but it's also, you know, let's just highlight boxing. You know, we have great fighters. We're fighters at the end of the day, regardless of our gender. And just seeing women just be respected across the board. You know, there's a lot of single moms who box. There's women like me who are thriving to become a world champion. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you have people that believe in you and your dream, especially in boxing, it's just something that can really inspire somebody else. 
Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it. Been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show. But my listeners wanted to write the ad for me. And here are some of the things they said. Not your regular juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. Warning, this podcast contains juicy tales of a super dysfunctional family. Brothers betraying brothers, friends becoming enemies, and a mother trying her best to keep everything from falling apart. No, this isn't a reality TV rewatch. I'm Dan Jones, your host, and this is one of my all-time favorite true stories. Join me on a trip to the Middle Ages to meet history's most dangerous dynasty, the Plantagenets. This season, the plots are thicker, the ambitions greater, and the betrayals are even more devious in the epic saga of the family that shaped our world. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is History, a dynasty to die for, season two. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Have you experienced sexism in like with the sport? I mean, or just like in general? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, just being, a you know, you walk in the gym, they're like, oh, who's this pretty girl? Like, she's not serious about boxing. And then they see me like, oh, then they have a different opinion. After they watch you box. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, we're all here to work hard. Mm-hmm. We're all here to make something for ourselves. And again, I don't let it bother me because again, I walk with confidence. So yeah. when you know the game, they can't play you on the game. Is there some part of you that feels like, I don't know, I'm the type of person that feels very motivated by people who doubt me. Mm-hmm. Does that feel like it's p- part of kind of your motivation is like when people project things onto you and think that you're not going to be taking this seriously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like boxing is the sport of doubt, right? Because people, what do you mean? people doubt you all the time. Like, oh, like my last fight. Oh, she's definitely not going to beat her. Or even when I won my world title the first time, like, who is this girl? She's not capable. She's not able. She doesn't. We don't even know her. Like, who I'm, says that about you? Do you see that shit on social media? Or is that like no, this people's is, talk? No, this is actual the fighter, fighter to fighter. Right. This is fans. This is, you know, regular deglers. Yeah, yeah. Just talking. Or and, like sports center yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. when you prove them wrong, it's the it's best It's so feeling. satisfying, I'm sure. So satisfying. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's why you don't say too much. Just enough. Uh-huh. Right. You say just enough and then you like the proof is in just mm-hmm. you winning. 
the proof is in the progress. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like you have so many mantras. <laughs> like I need, I need them all. What was the first one? Like hustle. Oh, pray, hustle, execute. Okay. I need that one. And yeah, this is all like really good. How do you come up with those mantras? It's just things that come to me. Again, I write, so I feel like when you when you write, you know, these things come up, and you're do like, you journal oh. every day? Not every day, okay. but. I try to I kind of fell off a little bit, but that's amazing. Journaling is that do you feel like that's like part of almost like prepping for a fight? It's therapy. You know, it's a release. If I can't go to someone to talk to, I can put it down on paper. I can, again, go back to see just the growth. Growth yeah. is everything in life. So if you're not changing and evolving, you might have a problem. A hundred percent. It must have been so crazy as an athlete to experience COVID yeah. and have things like years like slip away did that feel was COVID a very hard time was lockdown hard for you yeah COVID was slightly difficult and just in the sense of like boxing obviously all sports got canceled mm -hmm. you know you really had to spend time with yourself you had to deal with those internal issues that you maybe bottled up maybe a year ago or a couple months ago that were coming up and but it was a time to reflect and I also appreciated it too yeah. you know I was able to learn and grow I started my juice business during COVID Oh yeah, I want to hear about your juice yeah. business. Yeah. Tell me about it a little bit. So I'm I'm a food junkie, but I'm also a health fanatic, like health is wealth. I always tell people that um, as an athlete, performance is everything. And so I'm like, I want to juice. So I just started juicing for myself. And okay. then I'm like, let me juice for the gym. Okay. You know, the inner city of Detroit, giving the kids a healthier option than Gatorade or just juice. And, mm -hmm. you know, just really showing that, you know, the healthy stuff does taste good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, just, again, just pushing health and wellness. What's it called, your juice company? It's called Temple. Okay, Temple cool. Raw Juice. Where can we get it? So I haven't, like, been out there. I okay. just, like, been really doing it out of my house. Okay. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, you make yeah. your own juice. This is, like, really, you're really doing it yourself. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times I feel like when you meet athletes or celebrities and they talk about having a company, they mean, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I partnered with someone, but you're actually making this juice out of your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wow. In your free time. In my free time, yes. Which it sounds like you don't have a lot of. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I just stay busy. Yeah. Um. You know, when I'm not training, I'm still training. You know, I train women as well. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. How do you get connected to them? Yeah, so I have a bag class at the gym okay. and it's a 30 minute, it's a sauna. Like there's, it's a heated room. Mm -hmm. So we do a 30 minute hit workout on the bag and the ladies love it. Like it's I dope. I want to come so yes. badly. You yeah, should yeah. do one in New York. I should. You should just do one like, and I would, I would be there. We'll set that up. Okay, great. Look forward to it. <laughs> what do you, how do you teach someone how to box? Like, what do you start with? You know, the basic jab, you know, foot, uh -huh. your feet is important Where how you like hold yourself down right yeah yeah <laughs> just, yeah yeah no, not everybody's gonna hear this but i just like tr imagine myself getting ready to yeah, fight no, yeah you, you'll be surprised you can someone who's never boxed in their life you can definitely learn the basics yeah definitely learn how to throw the a correct punch that's important mm -hmm. to throw the correct punch but yeah it's fun i love it i enjoy it i love people who love learning and just changing their lives have you ever gotten into a fight outside of the ring Nope. Wow. It's been like a long time since I've maybe in like middle school, but okay. I'm so very non-confrontational. Like I don't, really? I don't really like violence like that. 
what it's kind of surprising yeah but i'm like i don't i don't like seeing people get into fights wow so you wouldn't would you like and you obviously enjoy watching boxing though mm -hmm. yeah yeah but like you don't want to see people fight on the street exactly yeah okay. boxing's an art it's yeah. a skill there's technique behind it and so when you can appreciate the sport in that way you just see it in a different lens right even though it is a, like an expression for you and an outlet of whatever aggression or anger it mm -hmm. also feels like very clearly different than if you like got mad at someone on the street exactly so when you come to new york like do your does your family come with you what's your who's your posse yeah so you know i have my crew i have my trainer um i have my corner so in your corner you have three people for championship fights you have four so you have your main trainer and then you have your second who's assists the trainer. Okay. And then your third is your cut man. So if you get a cut, he's gonna fix your cut real quick. And then you have your fourth who's also just assist me, put the um, bucket in the ring or the chair. That's so intense. I picture like raging bull and like going it into the like corner this, and just like, like those moments in between. The bell this. rings, they put the chair in, the trainer gets in there. They're icing me down, putting Vaseline on my face, calming me down. I'm breathing. I got my mouthpiece in. They're like, okay, I need you to do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? Okay, boom, boom, boom. Bell rings, round two. Crazy. Such a like meditation where you're at. You must be just like in a zone. <sighs> oh, yeah. You're, I'm locked in. And how long is a fight normally? So women fight 10 rounds okay. for championships and they're two minutes. Jesus, that's One so minute break. long. Wow. Yeah. That's a long ass time to be fighting. Men usually fight, or men fight three minutes. Oh my God. But two is so long. Who two, makes these rules? Listen, roll? two goes by so quick. Oh, really? And women really want three minute rounds. Mm, okay, do you want three minute rounds? There's a pro and con to it. The pros is that like, you can get more knockouts in three minutes. I think also the pro is, you know, we, I'd rather be paid more if I'm fighting three minutes. Right, and right. then two minutes, it just goes quick. And sometimes like, a women's fight might not be like the most entertaining. I'm like, do I want to watch an extra minute of this? And that's right. what men fight too. Like, mm. so it's just like pros like and cons. there's something like better to a shorter fight in general because it's I just mean, like listen, women are women are putting in the work. Yeah. for two minute fights, they're all entertaining. Yeah. Do you know about the pay disparity? Like, is it crazy the difference between what men and yeah? I mean, yeah. it's pretty pretty much private. I mean, I guess it just depends on the fighter, your yeah. accomplishments. You know, if you have a world title, if you don't have a world title, if you're up and coming, if you're five and zero. Oh. Yeah. But let's say the highest paid female athlete obviously is not getting the same as a, the highest paid male. But I know that it's a new sport, so yeah, I would say it's it's changed a lot. I can say that you know some of the women in the game are getting maybe even paid more than some men. Okay, so it just depends. Boxing is just one of those sports. Mm -hmm. Just depends. So your corner, how did you build that team? How did they come together? Yeah, so both of my cut man and my second, they're both from Florida, mm -hmm. and you know when I first. I was I was at an amateur tournament and I met Eddie is his name. He seen me. He's like, oh my gosh, like you're a great fighter. You got to meet my brother. He's a manager. I'm just like, yeah, I hear this all the time. Blah blah blah. So boom, end up going back down to Florida for um, another tournament. And then that's when I met Nelson. He's like, yeah, I'm a manager. Like I manage fighters. Da da da. -da. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, what about going pro? I'm like, I don't know. I was thinking about going to the Olympics. He's like, yeah, but the Olympics, you got to wait. I'm like, you're right. I'm a better pro style fighter anyways. He's like, yeah, let's just go pro. I'm like, okay, cool. So boom, Damn. they turned me pro. So they've been like my, my day one since day one. Would you still consider doing the Olympics? Nope. Okay. Tell me why. 
Because I love the pro, the pro um, life, okay. you know, pro being a professional fighter, like it's just a different type of entertainment. It's a different type of platform. Mm -hmm. Well, you get to kind of be yourself, right? And like be a star and an yeah, individual yeah, in a way like that- your yeah. own individual. And that's what I loved going pro was because of that. But at one point you thought you wanted to do the Olympics mm -hmm. instead. How come? Just because it was just something that was new. You know, they just introduced boxing to Olympics. So it was like, oh yeah, let me do that. Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be a great accomplishment to do. But mm -hmm. it didn't go that way. But I'm like, who cares? I'll go pro. It's yeah. not a big deal. If I can't win a gold medal, I'll be a world champion. And now I have five belts. So that speaks value. Do you have those on display in your house? What, what are you like? They're actually with me. Oh my God, you carry yeah. that you traveled with them? Yeah, yeah, we actually brought them here. Oh, but, amazing. Um, okay, we have to yeah, take a Yeah, I mean, picture. it's fight week. So yeah. we just came from the presser. So, you know, belts on display, bring those belts everywhere. But um, yeah, they're usually like propped up. So at one point you said people would make fun of you and like call you a tomboy. Or were you a tomboy? No, I don't think I was. Just because I just, you literally were athletic. Yeah, just because like my arms, like I have just a natural born cut arms, muscles. They're like, I'm like, I'm a girl, but I hit like a boy. That's what I would say. Wow. <laughs> Talk about other boxers and like your relationship to boxing with women like obviously it must be kind of amazing to be like oh wow you're in the sport in the same way i am but mm -hmm. also you said you didn't like one of your opponents what's that like to be competing with people that you also kind of naturally imagine have a connection to yeah i mean it's nice to connect with the women in the sport yeah and you know it's a small pool mm -hmm. and um clarissa shields i mean her are good friends she's okay. from the flint area and you know Go two-time gold medalist. Wow. She's also an undisputed champion. So, you know, she's been a inspiration to the sport. You have Katie Taylor, who's been an inspiration to the sport as well, who's accomplished so much. And we have to give, you know, thanks to these women, Amanda Serrano, who's also the main event. Mm. She's also going for undisputed. Like all these women are just amazing. They've been able to just prove themselves why they belong and um, continue to do so. And again, this is a movement. Like I tell everybody, it's this is a movement for women's boxing and for young girls who are finally able now to look up to different women, different cultures, different shapes and sizes yeah. to relate to. I was just going to say it feels bigger than boxing, too, because it's oh, yeah. just about like representing women as athletes and being able to say like you can be all these things. Right. Yeah, I agree. More than the athlete. And it's just important to highlight that. Mm -hmm. But what is it like when you don't like somebody who you're fighting against? I mean, like that must what does that feel? Or if you like what about if you like someone and you're about to fight them? I just, mean, it's just it is what it is. You know, we both signed a contract. We both know what we signed up for. Yeah, T typically that does doesn't really happen how come just how the business goes okay. and like who's in your weight class right. but typically if i'm fighting you i don't like you mm -hmm. at the moment but after the fight we can shake hands and smile you never underestimate anybody that's why i'm not under underestimating this girl because mm -hmm. everyone has an opportunity to change your life in one night right that's so much pressure yeah you have to know you have to have again that confidence no part of you is nervous. I'm feeling nervous. I'm like, she's got to win. No, I'm not nervous. I'm ready to, to perform. I'm ready to all the hard work, the training. I'm ready to put that to use. I'm ready to show the world why I became world champion and why now I'm becoming undisputed. Everything that I've trained for, 
I'm like, I said today, I'm like, I can't let this girl beat me. Mm-hmm. Like I trained way too hard. Right. There's too much on the line, basically. Too much, yeah. But doesn't she feel the same way? She does, but yeah. she's not me. That's uh-huh. a difference. Yeah. I love it. I feel like not only should you be giving boxing lessons, you should also be giving like life coach. Yeah. Yeah. You should, honestly. I mean, it sounds like you have so many things. You have the modeling career, like fashion world, obviously boxing. You could go to the Olympics if you want. You have your Mm -hmm. juice business. It's it's so exciting for you. Just really just thankful um, for people who really take the time to like follow somebody and support somebody. Like Mm -hmm. that's important that we have to highlight. Even when you're an athlete, you know, people who really want to see you fight yeah you know or buy your merch like these the fans like right. i'm thankful for them because they're coming out to see me fight they're coming to the meet and greets they're you know purchasing their tickets and it just means everything i'm like oh my gosh these people are here for me like yeah. that's awesome yeah, i'm like i'm inspired <laughs> i'm <laughs> like it. i'm not gonna go fight but uh i don't know i need something i feel like you inspired me in so many different ways defying stereotypes but also just i think it's really you know, a lot of women listen to this podcast. And I think just the idea of releasing anger through like self-expression and mm-hmm. a, a healthy way is something everybody could use. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's great when you pray, hustle, execute, take care of your temple, mm-hmm. you know, let that aggression out, journal, mm-hmm. maybe hit a bag. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. I promise. That's really inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. That was Alicia Baumgardner. Again, don't forget to go to hilo.fm or my TikTok or YouTube and comment on the videos I post and we'll be taking, we'll be looking at those comments and paying attention to them and responding to them. There's two things that I really want to hear from you guys about. First of all, the whole idea of gender presentation and like masculinity versus femininity. Alicia, she was talking about going into this really masculine space and wearing heels and all of that. And I want to hear more about how that kind of feels. I feel like we all kind of toggle between traditionally masculine and feminine sides, but sometimes it can be really difficult navigating that. And then secondly, manifesting, man. I don't know. I'm starting to everybody have on this podcast. I love hearing about that. And I felt like Alicia is somebody who is so focused. Um, It's really inspiring. So looking forward to hearing from all of you. Thanks again to Alicia and congrats on your win. Thank you all for listening. We will see you on Thursday. with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment Bitch Era Media and Something Else production produced by Chelsea Jacobson. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Sarita Wesley. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, and our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh. Thanks for listening.